share something with anybody and it starts with my own self, be grounded and be flowing. Let, let things be so open and kind of like have space in you that things can pass through mm -hmm. you. At the same time, be so grounded that nothing can shake you. Know your why and then let people help you comb through your why. Be a fruit bearing tree. Mic drop. <laughs>
absolutely amazing. So thank you so very much for this opportunity to to hear your story and and get to know you. This is amazing. Man, my lady, listen, I I mean all that amazing things, the kind things that you're saying. I'm really honored and humbled to be hearing that. But from what I'm seeing, you are the person who's like doing things, taking the lead, and what I was just receiving from you when we were talking you're embracing it only the power that you were born with and the power that you've chosen to embrace for yourself and put it out there i'm already inspired to sitting here looking at you and listening to you and that's what i thought the first day that we met right i was like see something <laughs> like, i want to be enriched by the the light and the power that you exude so i'm really grateful and excited that i get to do this with you oh i'm so, so I'm, thank you, thank you so much yeah. that oh that just we gotta hug after this <laughs> normally i don't come on here like scripted but there were definitely some some questions that i just didn't want to forget um and so the you know the first one is just tell us tell us about you like like from well, you don't have to start from the beginning but like you know what you feel comfortable sharing and and how you got to where you are i'm so intrigued so i am a complete believer like i'm muslim and i believe in god there's no bigger reality than the will of god and our ability to follow what makes us happy mm. When those two things get combined, things become easy. We just let go of everything that's difficult. So I grew up in India. I came here to um, Chicago, America, at 19. Okay. Because again, I, I had graduated with my bachelor's degree at, I think I just turned 18, about 17, right? Congratulations. Thank you. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Traditionally, like, I think that's like a our day reality that by the end of college or something, you're married. Oh. That's how I grew up. Okay. So I knew I would get married by the end of college, which would, should have been 21. Mm -hmm. But I like I just turned 18, like before I just turned 18, I graduated. Mm -hmm. There was no way I was gonna get married, like my mom, my brother, and everyone, like too, no, no, too small. Anyway, <laughs> so, but I had to be kept occupied. My dad was in America working, my mom was in India, she would travel back and forth, mm -hmm. and now I was like, I've always done something, right? Uh -huh. And I'm growing and all perked up. So I I got this job at Dell International Services in India. Okay. It was a call center for Middle East, Europe, and Asia, uh -huh. which means I was working 2.30 p.m. to 11.30 p.m. Okay. That's a big no-no for a traditional society. Oh, really? Okay. I'm very conservative. But mom raised us with moderate values, but extremely, like, foundationally grounded. So for mom, it was like, kid is working overnight, out there, in this wild world, I'm losing my child. <laughs> so mom was scared about that. On the other hand, me, this freshly 18-year-old going in a multinational corporation, like huge cyber towers, doing the things I never thought I could do. Like, I didn't even know. Like, we watched that only in like, English movies. Mm. So I'm doing that in sales. It was exhausting. Yeah, it was I... very exhausting, very competitive. I was around sharks a lot of it, <laughs> and I was like pumped up because I had the fire to prove myself. Right, mm -hmm. six months in, I had to leave because one, the pressure was from my parents, and the other, it was Ramadan time. I had to fast, mm -hmm. and all, up until then, even in school, I would take that month off. 
Mm -hmm. It's like there's no way I can keep up with it. And I grew up in India, so that kind of worked out. Mm -hmm. But in this job, this my supervisor falsely had to let me go. It was like, you know what? He didn't tell me that you could get a paid leave. And I didn't know that either. That was my very first job in my entire life. Oh. I was like, well, for me, it was like choice between God and work. I was like, of course, God. I let it go. Only to find out after a month, like towards the end of Ramadan, that I could have just taken a paid leave and I could still work. So for me, it was like, you did me wrong, man. Wow. I trusted you. And here, my mom was in America at that time visiting. When I found that, I said, nope. I went back. I spoke with HR and they were like, they, they hired me back right away. Mm -hmm. Mom didn't know that. <laughs> so I took on a job and she was upset. So from Chicago, she made that, like made, talk to dad and then they gave me an option. Like either you work over there or you come over here, Chicago and get your MBA. Mm -hmm. That's the next best thing. Cause in my city, we didn't have any better opportunities compared to where I was in my undergrad. And they would not let me go like to another state. Mm -hmm. So I was like, of course, like multinational corporation and going to America. Let me go get the real deal. <laughs> That's what I thought I was doing. Come here, going through the whole immigration process, being in America. And I think that time for that one and a half, two years, right after my college and during the first year in America, I did not wear the hijab. I used to just wear like modest clothing. Okay. Because, like, why? As long as I'm wearing modest clothing, I don't need that. Mm -hmm. Me up in my liberated mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't do that. But I started seeing how people were treating me because of my name, my religion, how I look like. And I was very sheltered. When 9-11 happened, I only saw that at, on TV. Wow. Dad was in New York. Yeah. My brother, he's three years older than me. He knew it right when it happened and he was glued to the TV and all that time difference, mm -hmm. right? No morning. I still didn't know anything. The, the, the impact of that individually, personally, I didn't know any of that. I just knew like, oh my God, this bad thing happened. It was bad. But when I came here, personally, like, I'm not responsible for it. The, the one that I believe with God is not responsible for it. The religion that I grew up with because of which I am, I think I'm a good person. Not perfect. I'm a good person. I'm, no, not, like, I'm not looking for. Literally, I'm like I'm not looking to hurt anybody. Right. Right. I was like, no, that's people don't like my religion. Mm. And I also saw my in my library when I used to work as an international student. Seminarians were there. They all wanted to talk. They all wanted to learn about my religion. Mm. So I was like, okay. So there's a gap. Obviously, I'm getting treated badly. I don't like that. I like being loved. Okay. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> love us. Yeah. I was like, love us, yeah. Please give me a chance. Mm -hmm. Let's talk it out. Let's yeah. find out. Like, I'll find a way to get to you. You find a way to get to me. And like, we stay connected. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. Clearly, as a teenager, I didn't have anybody to guide me. But I see that if I can be somebody on campus, because that's when I found my true self, maybe I can help other people like me, you know? So. Long spiritual journey was the first breakthrough that I had. Like I had a vision, go study Islamic studies. Okay, that seems easy enough. Mm -hmm. Follow that, literally leap of faith. So what you're doing with your podcast, follow it. There was a reason why you were inspired to take that risk. Just follow it. Feels good, right? It feels the right thing, right? It's it like does. solid. Yeah. And 
in reality it's like no idea what you're doing <laughs> so much uncertainty in terms of like return on investment right yeah Watch my first episode, <laughs> and then the, okay. the, the behind the background of me like learning because I learn I'm still learning how to edit and and yeah. things like I had never edited anything really before in my entire life. So my first episode was me just swimming against currents, <laughs> but it felt right. Yeah, you would you wouldn't do anything else come like if you didn't do this. You'd rather do this. Like my English is still kind of like messed up in my head. You get that. <laughs> so it was the same thing when I took that leap of faith. And even with military, I did not choose to become the first one. Like that's not what I was pursuing. What I was pursuing was the same thing: being happy and being that way. That's like too many cultural norms, too many culturally, not religiously inspired, but the world that we live in inspired that those rules were inspired by things that were passed down to us mm. a lot like male dominated even in terms specifically in terms of religion mm -hmm. i was like no i pray i have a direction why is it that your direction is better than mine or more important than mine if i'm able to recognize yours what's stopping you from recognizing mine because god clearly in scripture says you both are equals we had a fever talk, you but come on now, you better reach it. So I was like, I love you, Pops. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do this. So I took my own journey. My parents, like my dad and my brother, were very afraid, scared for me. Because my brother was in the army before I joined. Mm -hmm. He's seen it. Mm -hmm. He was like, he didn't even want me and my mom to come to his graduation wearing the hijabs. So I was like, and he was like, okay, you want to join the um, military, join, be an officer, just don't wear the hijab. I'm like, why? I am not going to be having a hypocritical relationship with God. Like, okay, take the take the risk when it's comfortable. Mm -hmm. And where is God in this? It's mm -hmm. never about you. It's about what God wants, what God wills. That's being inspired in me. So I was like, yeah. Gotta go and get everything, right? <laughs> what you believe in. Like, okay, I'll hold on to these values. Mm -hmm. I'll let go of that. That's Take like, choose. Mm -hmm. love is nothing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right. I spoke to my recruiter. I was in the army too. Oh, I, I did like, not know that. I started as an okay. E4 specialist. Oh, wow. Reservist. Okay. My first condition was like, sir, if you are um, not gonna let me be able to be wear my hijab, let's not even proceed with the application. Mm -hmm. And until I get that approval, I will not go in for training or anything. I was like, okay, let's work on it. So I didn't have to compromise on anything, literally. Mm -hmm. Even coming here to the task force, didn't have to compromise on anything. I've been accepted for my my gender, my sex, right? <laughs> my religion and what I can bring as a person from India, mm -hmm. who grew up in India and came here. Mm -hmm. So like all of that and spent like what, 15, 16 years in America mm -hmm. with that not completely like American, not completely Indian. I'm the best version of myself that I'm trying to be. I'm so glad <laughs> that you said that. That is, oh, listen, I, I believe that there are no coincidences in life. And the fact that our paths have crossed mm -hmm. is, is divinely timed because there was a toss-up between two different places they were going to send me. And the, <laughs> and the other place 
was much closer than here. So the fact that I and I and I have been questioning this the whole time, like, why would you send me across the country when I'm right here? And there I haven't quite figured it out, but I I feel like I was I was supposed to meet you. I do. I feel like I was supposed to meet you. Just just the way things have unraveled and fallen apart because or fallen together, really not falling apart. Yeah. But this the, the, from the, from the first time that I met you, met you, like nobody really sees people working nights. That was the first time I met you, and and nobody really knew who I was until they switched me to days. And when I was working days, they're like, "Oh, you must be new here." I was like, "No, I've actually been here months." <laughs> and like, "Well, who are you?" <laughs> Oh yeah, the, the the joy of working nights because nobody nobody you know you get forgotten about you know and, and so the fact that I was working right that 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 night when you guys came in was just like holy cow which I gotta tell you one of my aliens was like he was sweating bullets <laughs> afterwards he thought he was gonna get fired his PTZ was getting <laughs> so he well you know this is, so, and, okay so working nights. It's like seeing a unicorn, you know, like seeing a, a you know general walk in and say hey to you. <laughs> this is the language I'm telling you, like, God is my personal mentor here, my spiritual mentor, my military he's mentor. <laughs> he's absolutely great, but it cracked me up. He, he like looks and he's like, he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose my job. Like he was really panicked, and I'm like, everybody calm down, because <laughs> you know he's like, I don't know what, what, what do I do with my hands? Like, <laughs> I saw his name before the the rank tag, and so you know I stood up and I was like, "Who's that?" Brings you here at one o'clock in the morning, like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, and so and poor guy, he didn't know like, you know that that was like the general. And he's he, and it was just it was so comical. We we yeah we kind of we kind of you know poked fun at him in a in a positive way like. Like, oh no, you did it now. Woke you up, like, didn't you? <laughs> you did it now. You, you found it all night. Like, <laughs> I was like, you were the first line. How did you miss that? Like, <laughs> you're not expecting, right? How do you see yourself empowering women? <sighs> okay, the kind of mission that we are in right now couldn't get much more bigger than that like that is like in bold in my face like this is what you cut out for mm-hmm. this is what you've been commissioned for go to the work I think at the end of it yes I can think about projects I can think about speaking to them anything but at the end of the end of the day what really matters and how I know I can impact is from what I see mm-hmm. my the reason why I'm here because of my mom the reason why I am able to like as much as I can it's not way up there somewhere here the ability to like stand my ground be able to love forgive adapt pour back then come back on it's because of how I've seen my mom go through it real time mm. she did not talk she went through life's 
craziest trial. It was painful. I was that little, right? But my best friend is my mom. Because I grew up, it's like, I grew up with my mom. That's all I knew how to like live life. That mm -hmm. was my first and my only experience. I've seen that and it's made, given me, it, it's like it's taught me how to just follow what I'm supposed to follow. Resiliency, talk about that, right? It's because what I've seen. That's the only way to do it. It's painful, it's very painful. But you know you cannot stop. So as long as I'm making those choices, as long as, you know, you, you hit it on the head when you said sharing your story. I've, I heard this from, I was uh, studying counseling psychology. It was one of the professors there. It was her theme. Um, I, I think I'm gonna butcher it up, but we'll get to it. <laughs> She's like, a uh, story untold is a soul or a heart unhealed. Mm. Oh yeah, I, okay. I haven't heard that saying before, but Along those lines, yes, um, it was actually from a, a sermon from Joyce Meyer and hearing, hearing. I don't know if you're familiar with Joyce Meyer, but um, she. This professor was a Christian. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <clears throat> so, she. Um, so Joyce Meyer is also. She's also Christian. She's a. She's a pastor. She became. She became a pastor or a minister. Forgive me on the terms. I'm, I'm not sure if there's any difference, but um, she became, you know, and she speaks to large, numerous, like huge crowds, and she became, you know, this this woman speaking, you know, the word in a time when it was definitely not acceptable for a woman to be at the, in front of the pulpit. And she is like, you know, and she's huge now. She has grown and she too has a very powerful story. She's gone through some significant trials and tribulations and she's able to talk about it now. And I say all of that to, to bring it like full circle is that there was a time that she was not able to talk about it. And now she's able huh. to share her story and she constantly says beauty from ashes. What's that mean? Right? So beauty from ashes. So and, and honestly I that relates to my life so deeply because I can I can look at everything that I have gone through and know it was there are things that have happened in my life that are not beautiful. But I wouldn't be the person that I am today and I wouldn't have the impact that I have today had I not gone through what I'd gone through. So I take that to believe that that means beauty from ashes. And that that simple saying, I will probably keep with me forever. It is- There are like so many parallels. The more we were, we are talking, it's once I read about, uh, this is one of the traditional Islamic scholars from 18th and 19th century. Mm -hmm. Uh, somewhere between 16 and 18, okay? <laughs> gotcha. My head is getting messed up up. Growing old, whatever. No, not that. Anyhow, self-care matters, right? Yeah. Otherwise, brain cells will like start losing memory. True. Go to myself. <laughs> Sleep more. Okay, so... <laughs> our stories, right? Mm -hmm. I've read it as um, God uses people's stories mm. as God's army to do God's work. Mm -hmm. 
Our stories are God's soldiers to get God's will, which is nothing but to have us turn towards God and not be lost in ourselves mm-hmm. or lost in any negativity around us. So we need those stories in order for us to keep on track and do what we were born to do. At the end of it, we were born to take care of each other. I can't take care of you unless I let go of me. Mm-hmm. That letting go of our egos and just being there for the other person is the only reason why we were created. And we do that not for anybody else, but the one who created us and takes care of us. Mm-hmm. Like you said, yes, it's messy, it's hard. So is birthing. Mm-hmm. So is life. Like when you're getting the teeth, the baby's crying. It's, yeah. it's, it's painful. Not knees, right? <laughs> anything, anything that's grows is painful. Mm-hmm. So that's the only way to do it because that pain actually makes you strong. Mm-hmm. If you can embrace and see how you're growing. Yeah. yeah it's, I mean, simply, if you think about the process of a seed growing in the ground, you know, mm-hmm. you had to be put in darkness. Buried. <laughs> Stomped on. Given pressure. Pressure. I love it. To grow. To sprout. To exactly to sprout to to give fruit to give life to give huh. nourishment. It essentially that is what it is. It. I mean, like there's there's so. I felt this. Oh, this is so good. This is so so good. So taking care of these women over there, their ethnicities, they are resilient. Yes, give you an example. I just like died laughing. I just didn't have words to say, okay? (laughs) Because it's all in the line of what you can do, what you can provide, and it's about taking care of ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. All these mamas. Mm -hmm. I come from a culture that's very similar to theirs, Mm -hmm. and we we have a lot of yogurt Mm -hmm. mixed with water as a drink. Oh, okay. That's what keeps our bodies cool. That's how we grew up, like rice, that, meat, and herbs. So I fought for it. That didn't work out for whatever logistical reasons. Mm-hmm. You know what our people did here? Because <laughs> they've got these kettles mm-hmm. in which they heat up water. Mm-hmm. They got a ton of milk. They're making yogurt. Oh, wow. And they're making those drinks. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Try stopping them. Where there's because a will, there's a way. Because it's about taking care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And these mamas will do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to take care of their babies. Yes, they will. And babies mean 60, 70 year old babies as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is awesome. So I don't need to do anything for women around me except for showing up and letting them, like, asking them what they want, giving them a space where they'll be like, Okay, I won't do this. Like a child, mm-hmm. right? You love your child enough, they will speak up about their cravings, their wants, and desires. Mm-hmm. You give them the love, you give them the safety, and they dream. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I want to be doing. I'm grateful I am surrounded by a lot of people like that who remind me of it's important to keep dreaming, mm-hmm. no matter what. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, no, that's perfect because, I mean, it's just to, to really. I was like starstruck when I like realized, like, <laughs> like just yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, so I mean, you know, and I get it, and I, I definitely appreciate your humbleness and the fact that you did it, you know, because it makes you happy, and it was, it's, it's what you were. Oh my selfish. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's what you know, you know, God has instilled you to do, you know, your purpose, 
the fact that you did that without wanting the self-recognition and you know well, this I'm, I'm gunning to be you know the first you know that is is absolutely beautiful but that in and of itself is empowering to women to mm-hmm. to stop putting themselves in a box <laughs> listen to... those boxes are made by other people why do you want to give yourself to somebody else or anything else nobody will ever be happy exactly exactly and my whole story is not just about women or men it's about humankind dude mm-hmm. it is yeah we've got our specific genders with specific sexes because they are two different things right but we also have a specific dna imprinted in ourselves mm-hmm. that is an attribute of god being expressed through this limited shell but with unlimited power inside the soul mm-hmm. find out what's your specialization What's your AFSC, your MOS, whatever that is. <laughs> See what's your dominant side that you are, that's easy for you and you are relentless in terms of like living that out. Mm-hmm. Just follow it and you also fall in place. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So I know we've talked about a little bit, you know, kind of um, briefly touched on your, um, like what you have encountered, you know, culturally yeah. when you, you moved to the U.S. and everything. But... Can we go a little deeper into okay. some of the adversity and some of the struggles that you have you faced? So it's perfect timing because I'm in the process of processing my very lived experience, current experience right now. It just feels like I came to America all over again. Because mm. in the beginning, it was like a little child running around trying to find this new world, new space. Clearly, 16 years ago, it was the language, the way people thought was different. It was my second language. I grew up with it, but it's still, that's not my emotional language. So I don't think about it. Think in that sense, right? And then the way you think too. For me, maybe like just sitting like this could be something very respectful, comfortable. Mm-hmm. But from another culture, cross-legged, and somebody comes in, I'm not even getting up or anything. It could be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Somebody else would not be. So constantly living in like who I am, what I know, and trying to be with the other person. Mm-hmm. Mostly to understand, but actually the reality is to be like them. Mm. That's how I always used to be because it's like, if I'm in your house, I want to be like you. But now, this is our house. Mm-hmm. How much am I supposed to adapt? How much are you supposed to adapt? How am I going to communicate that? Because I've never learned that, right? I've only learned to like be flexible and adapt, adaptable to your needs. Mm-hmm. Which means I haven't developed the language because it's important. I might be saying it with the right intention, but if it comes across to you from what you are used to in a negative sense, then the, uh, the, the effect is 180. It's negative. Uh, those are my struggles, man. So that, that actually, that, that reminds me, someone sent me a video. And it was about a mom and her son. And they were at a play date. And she was expressing how she was not very popular huh. at, at play dates because <laughs> she does not force her child to share. And here's why. She will even stop like a parent if a, you know another parent is telling, you know, her child, you know, well, you know, can you give this this toy up huh? so that my child can play with it? 
And she's like, let me stop you right there. Because what you are teaching my child is that your child is more important than mine. That, that child's needs and wants are more important than that child. And it goes hand in hand with like what you just said. It's like, and, and I, I'm guilty of that. Like, I never thought about, I never thought of that. And it, growing up, it makes a lot of sense. It's like how, like you just said, like how much of yourself do you have to put away, tuck away in a box or, or adjust and adapt to appease someone else? If you're not even used to not saying no, then when do you know when to say it and what's the right way of saying it? Apparently there are. <laughs> and you know, that takes me back to, because that's what I'm learning from the mission too. It's about the children, how we raise children, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of what we've learned is what we've learned as kids. Mm -hmm. Sharing is very important. However, the message, when it gets delivered, matters. Mm -hmm. For example, like it's the message getting ingrained in everybody's brains. Like when you class, start a class, you start a school or something. People, these are resources. We all have to share. And then when it's time for us to be like, if somebody's doing it, it's like, oh, this is only mine. Mm -hmm. Then getting in the corrective measures, it's different. Mm -hmm. But if in the spot is the only time you're giving the whole mountain in a sentence, just give it to somebody else, it's not going to have the same effect. Because they don't know the why. Mm -hmm. They don't know the why. Why are you asking me to do this? Mm -hmm. If it went back to the beginning, but we were all standing in the same place. This is all we got. That needs to be ingrained as kids, in our families, in schools in the books that we are learning from, in the world that we are witnessing, and the cyber world that we are living. Mm -hmm. But if it's not there and we are starting up, because this is life, starting up at very different points, can be very challenging. Okay. And that's like, that's a struggle I have too. I'm doing in the best of knowledge that I have, but in the course of time, if I'm ending up hurting somebody else, I'm like, I didn't know, like I was hurting you. But the way you're responding to me, it's like, it's not just about the action now you're looking at everything on the outside. That's triggering you, but you don't even know that's triggering you. Mm -hmm. And then you're retaliating me with all that ammunition. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, I thought I just did that little thing. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. Man, we need to learn about all of us because this is a globe. Mm -hmm. These other people, mm -hmm. that's all we got. Yeah. We need to invest in learning about other people. There should be like curriculum, not forced activities, but our life should be in a such that we must, we must, like there should be a requirement that we need to be experiencing another person's culture, not just for a semester or anything. I grew up with all of that. I went to Catholic schools, majority Hindu uh, friends, mm -hmm. love Punjabi culture, and I'm Muslim. It's different. Never had any Caucasian people around me. Mm -hmm. Right. Never had African people from the African descent. However, I think people from India have a lot of African DNA. Yes. We have a lot of culture. Mm -hmm. and, and I believe watching just the uh, the Black Panther, mm -hmm. the dresses and everything, right? They came from Africa to India. Mm -hmm. From my community, the Asian community, South Asian community, they think the other way. Mm -hmm. The food that we eat, we have samosas, the world famous pastries. Like, yeah, it's Indian. And in, in <laughs> Chicago, I went to Ethi Ethiopian restaurants. Mm -hmm. I had samosas there. And I was like, okay, it's not Indian. 
and <laughs> knowing also like who who owns what is important. Mm-hmm. You want to have an authentic relationship and be able to be like, okay, yes, that's not mine, but I love it. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I'm gonna stand behind it. An appreciation for others' cultures. And honestly, I'm so glad. This is like I will jump on top of like mountains and just shout this out. I really feel like it is is super important for for people to go get outside of where you grew up. Yes. <laughs> Don't Let limit go. yourself. Yes, in in staying where you grew up. Go out and experience the world. I will uh, like honestly joining the military was one of the best decisions ever. Because um, when, when I was a child, before I even knew about the military, I told my dad that I was going to be a surgeon. <laughs> so he gets, so when I, I told him, I, he was like, what do you want to be a girl? I said, I want to be a surgeon. I, th- I think I said, I said I want to be a brain surgeon. Like, <laughs> mm, that's beautiful. <laughs> and, and I don't know where that came from, but that's, that's what I wanted to do. And I mean, and, and hearing my sisters talk about it, they're like, oh, yeah, you were, you were definitely, like, driven. Yeah, and then they were like, So when you decided to join the military, we were like, What? <laughs> so I know I, I went like, a, well, I wouldn't say complete 180, but I when I got into to high school, junior RTC, I was like, Yep, I want to be. I didn't, and you know, there's there's still time. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, why are we talking as if it's over? Yeah. <laughs> There's still time for me to become a, yeah. I'm a doctor. So we'll see. We'll see what life holds. I've learned so much deploying. This is, um, I've spent, I've done four, 30, excuse me, three tours overseas. And so inspiring. Learning, <laughs> learning about different cultures. The last one I have to say, being like immersed in, in that culture and being invited to um, a Ramadan celebration was was really cool. It was really, really cool. Um, to be to be, you know, deployed during that time frame was definitely an adjustment because Is it, it was okay something to ask where they deployed or Oh yeah, I mean yeah, I was you know, I was the I'm pretty sure. I think at this point, you know, it's not, I'm not there, but I was deployed to um, Qatar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I was trying to understand, like, okay, what did you experience? I guess. Yeah. So, um, and nice. yeah, so it was really cool to, you know, to be one invited to that because then I got to see, okay, this is great. And then, but it was also an eye opener because some of the things, unfortunately, that Americans are taught are not necessarily true or they're even, or they're at least portrayed in a negative light. And so when you actually get to see it for your own eyes, it's it's a shock. Like, like was I was I bamboozled? <laughs> like, what 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 is it's amazing, you know, the right? Because it's like I'm like <laughs> I, you know, yeah, I'm like I'm over here in their country, and I am you know I'm I'm respecting you know their their rules their laws how how they operate and it's it's not a problem. Like this is their country. Yeah. Why why would I go in and be like no this is what why would I do that? But the kindness and the kindness that I was shown in this country is completely different than what I've experienced in my own country. Is any one particular anything that comes to your mind? Any instance or anything? That essence of kindness? Um, so there was actually one um, one gentleman that was um, dressed in like the traditional yeah. white um, yeah. and um, I we like we're about to like cross paths or, or something and um 
for for the dress, you know, I was in the dress code. It was like um, I think like three quarter sleeves and some jeans and some, you know, some nothing too crazy. Yeah. It was a loose shirt, but um, I think I had paused because I didn't know like what to do. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> but he, you know, he and was just like, oh, you know, I was like, okay, all right, like, it, well, I mean, because I didn't, you know, it was like because what we were told was like, you know, don't you don't really like. But in, interact with them, you know, they can, they can be really rude, and, and, and if I remember correctly, it was during Ramadan, so I knew that, you know, it was a stressful time for them, and all of the, the hours, like, working hours, like, shifted, and, and things like that, so I'm like, me personally, if I were, you know, fasting in this heat, yeah. like, I would be, you know, slightly irritated too the first i would probably are. be more irritated than you know especially since yeah. i don't practice yeah. ramadan but you know to to experience that and just that that compassion i was like okay well, this this is not at all what you know what they portray yeah and so i'm like this is interesting very interesting it kind of like reminds me of what happened over here too Again, yes, it's important to remember that we don't need to be hypersensitive, mm -hmm. but we also need to remember, like, what you just said. You, for you, being sensitive was driven by their context. Not simply because they are, you're in a Muslim country or anything. It was because in your head you knew they were fasting. Mm -hmm. Had you not shown that kind of pause, you don't know what would have happened. Yeah. You kind of triggered that response too. Mm -hmm. You paused and you showed that you matter, that you're going through matters. I don't know what to do, but I'm trying to figure out. That itself is enough for that person to be like, I'm going to give you my best. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That's important to remember that too. I will always stay on the hypersensitive side than being comfy and going on the other side. And not just with people who don't look like me. I think that we should be like that regardless. And that's one thing I'm learning. From this deployment and experience mm -hmm. like the centermost word of the uh, revelation from god the speech of god quran it says which means and be considerate mm -hmm. kind like look first god's one of the attributes of god is allah which means very kind very gentle beautiful there's like layers of meanings there but it means to be like really kind and considerate that's the center of the revelation. This says something. Just be careful. Mm -hmm. from, a, from a very positive place. Mm -hmm. Not to be like cynical or anything. No. Sure. From a very positive place. I think That's a it. lot of things can be... I think a lot of things can be brought to the table with just that in mind. Being, you know, kind and considerate and compassionate. That also means you gotta maintain your speed, pace. Mm -hmm. Can't do that when you are. Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> right? This is reflection. true. Reflection yes. is key. If you're reflecting, you can't be reflecting on like a billion miles per hour. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to slow down. That's it, man. That's what I'm learning from here too. Yeah, slow down. Pace oh matters. Yes. And it's okay. It's okay mm -hmm. to go like that. Cause mm -hmm. you're human. Like the yeah. breath is like that. It goes. Mm -hmm. Heartbeat is going up and down. Yeah. It's okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm learning. All of this, what I'm talking, it's like me reflecting on my experience here mm -hmm. and the mentorship I keep receiving here. So.
I want these to be so organic and just real. Like, you know, I don't, I don't, my, my vision is not to have this super scripted and fake. Like, I want the real, like, I want the raw. Like, this is, this is what I'm going for. I this is, <laughs> this, I, I, I've spent so much time and I think that's why I'm like, nope, this is what you get. Because I spent so much time of my, of my 20s putting myself in a box and not really embracing who I am. And I am now on that journey of embracing who I am. It's, it's hard, it is eye-opening, it is beautiful, it is tough, it's, but I wouldn't have it any other way. What part is tough? Letting go of things that I thought to be true about myself and so you probably didn't think about that like somebody else made you think that way mm -hmm. and shedding yeah shedding yes and just being and being okay with being <gasps> that's good right it, it very very and and i've met um i've met people in my life where it's like gosh you're just you're a beautiful person like like inside you are a beautiful person just and you just are unapologetically you and and i'm like i admire people who are unapologetically themselves <laughs> because that is oh the world would be so much better if we would just be ourselves and stop conforming to this idea that we have to be these perfect beings everything in line and if you, you step out of line, then you are no longer of use or of value to society. And if you don't conform, then you are, what's the word I'm looking Not for? Not good enough. Not good enough. You're, you're essentially banned from progressing in Isn't life. powerful? I'm sorry, I'm just making no. it all about myself right now. It, but it, but it, it is, though. It's, it's very powerful. It's like... What and who told you that this is the right way to go? Like, if I don't do exactly what you say as a person, why, why am I now, like, outlawed? Why am I looked at as less than? Why am I, because I have... Huh? And because I don't look like you, yep. because I don't wear my hair like you, <laughs> why am I looked at as any different or less competent or less educated, experienced? It, it blows my mind. So I am in the process of literally last night, I had a very good talk with my mentor. Mm. Great, great lesson. You know what that was? Like if this is a drawing room, the rules of living here are different. Mm. This was a bedroom, the culture is different. So the kitchen, culture is different, the way I would behave. Behave as in like how I would act. Mm -hmm. It's it's been it's informed by what I'm surrounded by. Yes, I'm four different people now. However, all of those four things are me. 
But it's okay, because guess what? All the four things are part of this one house. If we can like compartmentalize like that and embrace ourselves and have a healthy balance of being different in different environments, it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. But if somebody's like forcing down rules to the T and like threatening you, you will never feel happy and at ease. You won't ever feel your home. You'll feel you're in a prison. We want to feel at home, not in a prison. Because yes. it's not a sentence. It's life. It's an opportunity to learn and express what God is expressing itself to us. Mm -hmm. That's it, man. Thank you. <laughs> that helps it. me. Next time. I think that's a little take culture mm -hmm. for me, too. Like, the things that don't apply in civilian life mm -hmm. are essential here. Mm -hmm. For example, like, this is the, the lesson I got last night was being a leader mm -hmm. in the military means you take people with you no matter what. Mm. Civilian life, if somebody's not with you, it'll be like, all right, gotta let you, gotta leave you home or let you be on your own track. Mm -hmm. No. In the military, if you're a leader, you want your people to be with you. Mm -hmm. If it means slowing down the pace and taking care of it, you better do it. You can't just be a solo rider. You cannot be somebody who can get the work done but end up being alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I yes, exactly. Exactly. Because it's about the mission, not about us. Yes. It's about the people. Yes, it is about the people. You brought faith back into me for like my humanity. <laughs> like because it's, there there are times there are times where I just feel like it's like have, have I just lost all faith in humanity? And let me tell you this, this is what the general gaming mentor said yesterday. Mm -hmm. That's the only person I'll take everything from because he doesn't give shove down rules that are under my throat, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. He comes from a place of like being a parent, mm -hmm. the leader. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful I have that kind of mentor. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that, that you found that helpful. Mm -hmm. I just want to like, you know, you have to give um, people the credit where they deserve yes. and recognition because that's what keeps us humble and stable. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you forget where it comes from yep. and you think it's about you. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no. No, no. No, no, no. You know, it's, you're right. And it's not. Sorry, I interrupted. No, no, you, you didn't interrupt me at all. This is like, I'm loving this back and forth dialogue. And, and honestly, I want you to talk more than I want myself to talk. <laughs> Thank you for being kind. <laughs> I felt like I wasn't always this way. There's probably a time in my life where I was, I wouldn't say rude, but just unhappy, which huh. kind of like seeped out in like different ways, you know? And I think working on myself. Okay, wait, wait. Unhappiness, I think it comes from not being accepted or not being allowed to just be free. Mm -hmm and be who you are. Mm. So, put that out there too when you say that. Because when we say I was unhappy, blame is on me. Mm -hmm. Like, I was unhappy. No, what's the why in that? Why were you unhappy? Mm -hmm. I like that. My brain is working slow, otherwise I'd give you another nugget <laughs> for like, instead of unhappy, say something else. But no, that's perfect. That it was because of perfect. what you were surrounded by. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely it was. Because you're a very 
happy and lit soul. Lit. I'm lit, y'all. <laughs> I love it. No, that is so awesome. <laughs> that's that was my first impression on you, and that's what stayed. Mm. I keep staring at you because you are. I am so grateful you're blessed, and I I hope and pray that you'll be increased in your blessings and stay protected and healthy and just keep shining your light and spreading everything, the joy that you have inside of you. Thank you. Be protected from all harm and anything that can hurt you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Like you, you have no idea how much that means to me. <laughs> I'm grateful. To, thank you. Thank you very much. I love you. Big <laughs> <Thank> hearts! <laughs>
I hope you guys are enjoying this episode because <laughs> I'm more than likely going to like replay this and replay this even after like editing and just like and you know and just one thing that I'm so grateful for for being able to start this podcast is meeting amazing people but also the moment I finish editing oh. like literally the moment like my smile couldn't get any bigger it's like I did it like this is this is like this is gold and it, and and the message that I wanted to to portray you know is just out there is I oh. I just want I want to meet good people I'm not out to meet like their celebrities because I feel like I feel like the people that I work with have such amazing stories and deserve to be told and I can learn more from of people like you and people that I work directly with and um, some I've, I've met like through like social media and they just have amazing stories but um, I just I learn more about them I learn more about myself I learn more uh -huh. about life through hearing and listening to other people's stories and their resiliency because who I think I think I even I think I mentioned that in my first podcast is if I were to, to describe my life like you know would be resiliency in it yeah. to, to just keep going and and that's like one of my hashtags hashtag keep going because okay. like, <laughs> you do you have to keep going if you sit and wallow in self-pity and keep telling yourself that you know you're not worthy that you're less than that you can't do this then sure that's, that's what you're going to accomplish but if you think about how strong you are if you realize how strong you are you can you can move mountains you can move mountains and it's not even about you but it's about it's about helping others because like my story I can absolutely sit here and self-pity but also I realize that there are others that can be blessed and I can help others maybe avoid situations but also get through hard times okay and, tell me why do you think what is the hurdle that makes us like stops us from keep going. Keep I think it's mental. Yeah. It's a lot of mental and it's a lot of it's a lot of societal pressure. Is that a word? Societal? Society? If you said it, <laughs> Somebody had to say something to make it a make it a word. You say it, your people are the same. Your your audience is societal word. pressure. I think societal pressure is a word. I think yeah. we're gonna go with it. Um so I think yeah, societal pressure. I think a lot of people, you know, Putting pressure, and sometimes it's a lot of putting pressure on themselves and feeling like that they're not able to reach the milestones that they want because they feel like it's too hard. But ultimately, I feel like it's, it's a huge mental battle within themselves that has been shaped from their, their environment, thinking that they just... They can't get to that level. They so want to, but they can't. Yeah. Limitlessness in the mind, mm -hmm. not believing that 
there's something beyond what you know or what is safe, mm -hmm. you'll be okay. Just push through it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then if you if you if you continue okay. to push through, you can look back on life and be like, yeah, I survived. And not only did I survive, I love using this. Oh. Piece of coal. Fine. Keep, keep when, talking. When given pressure, when a, when pressure, significant pressure is applied, what forms? A diamond, man. Like I said, fire. Okay. <laughs> I well, I mean, you know, you've got fire in you. Okay. You know, yeah, absolutely, you've got fire in you. But like when that pressure is applied, I don't know about how diamonds are made. Yeah. Tell me. <clears throat> so you know it. <laughs> well, no, I'm no <laughs> expert, but yeah, when you when um. When it's applied, when pressure is applied to um, to coal, it's uh, you can make a diamond. Really? Mm -hmm. So it's about trans it's transformation about. of your inner material. Mm -hmm. I love you. <laughs> That's not for me. That's not <laughs> everything is ultimately from God. It changes hands. Thank you for sharing that. See, sometimes I needed that. So that's it. See, that's why we need people in our lives and being open to each other. Oh my God, I'm grateful. Thank you for looking in my life. <laughs> I was thinking if you, like how? I don't know why in my head, it's like if you put pressure on coal, it turns to fire. I don't even know if it's like scientifically, I don't know, but that's what how my head works. And fire can be life giving and destroying too. <laughs> A diamond. That's a different thing. Beautiful. Yeah. Hey, yeah, thank you. Yeah. That helps me. I need to like slightly <laughs> adjust my gears <laughs> to help my inner self be transformed so I can become a diamond. Because right now, the pressure and everything that's coming, it's turning a lot into like flames and fire. Mm. Okay. I'm gonna sit with this, okay? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Like, <laughs> keep me posted. <laughs> Thank you. You like the light. I'm telling you, what happens when you shed light? You find direction. No, this is true. This Thank is you. True. This is a breakthrough opening for me. Last night was one. And the general shared that about leadership, mm -hmm. like military culture, giving the difference between two worlds. Of you right now. Cold, pressure, I don't know how it was fired in my head, but it's diamond and fire. I'm gonna spend more time on that. Mm, yeah. Yeah, let me know. Now, now I'm like I wanna go do like like more research on on um on the actual process. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because listen, God says the entire creation is eye of the law, which means the verses of God, like the 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 presence of God. Reflection of God. Quran, which means speech of God, right? God is communicating with us. Mm -hmm. The whole creation, you and I, the coal, the minerals, the energy, the forces, all of that is the speech of God. So God is telling us something. You just said that you like telling people stories and sending the messages out there. So you're the messenger. Mm -hmm. Every single thing is a messenger. If you're listening, mm -hmm. get the message. It's all out there for us. 
this is my message I wanted to stick with it. I'm way too excited and overwhelmed right now. Sometimes you just have to sit with it. I think that's where I struggle too. It's like, okay, sit and be. But I've always been in a mindset like go, go, go. Because I feel like I've always had to go, go, go. Hi, Lady J. I'm going to say it. I think it came to me. I was trying to find it. <laughs> Maybe that's the reason why you're talking. The go, 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 right? Mm -hmm. Coal. Mm -hmm. You put energy, like whatever it takes, right? Air, energy, and then heat to spark it, right? Fire. Fire is movement. Mm -hmm. It gives out a lot. It's movement. Mm -hmm. What you are saying is that pressure on cold is movement. It's not necessarily movement the way fire is, but it's about becoming beautiful in a steady form. Mm -hmm. Fire is only beautiful as long as it's moving. You don't look at a red hot coal and say it's beautiful. You don't. It's terrifying. <laughs> But flames, when they keep moving, mm -hmm. it's healing. Something happens. The heat that it gives. But diamonds, they're only beautiful when they're sitting and they're sparkling, right? Mm -hmm. And then you know that it's a diamond. Somebody who doesn't know what a diamond is and everything we associate with it might just look at it like, okay, what is it? Mm -hmm. Okay, movement versus just being and shining. Not necessarily for your own sake. It's not valuable unless somebody knows what the diamond is, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't know what the diamond is, you won't know what you have. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> I'm just like, this is God speaking right now, and I'm just like talking. Like, if God is speaking to me, it's like, this is my message. This is a diamond. This is that. You're a diamond. It's like just be stop hustling, stop being afraid, stop being like waved over, stop being controlled by somebody else. Mm -hmm. Know your minerals and stay true to it because you are a diamond. Let the transformation happen. Don't hustle up that much. Just be. Let things work itself out. Mm -hmm. Stay open. Let this let the, the cycle let it happen. Thank you. Thank you. I found peace just now. That's a bit rough. <laughs> okay, God. <laughs> Thank you. How are moving on this Sunday? I love it. Oh, gosh, that is that's amazing. I, I got diamonds in my room. Go wear it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wear my ring. Yes. The ring that my mom got me. It has yeah. a diamond. I never wear it because I got it as a child, a oh. teenager. It's in that, but like, and I'm, I'm gonna just say, I don't know where this is going, but relationship, right? Mm -hmm. I'm a person, like, very all or nothing kind of person, mm -hmm. right? So that diamond that I got from my mom, it was, I was young, 11 or 12, something, I was teenager, or maybe 13, 14, mm -hmm. I don't know. But I never wore it because as a teenager and growing up here and all those uh, associations, even Indian culture and over here too, you wear the diamond when a man gives it to you. Mm. Relationships. Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. You deserve your own diamond. Yeah. I swear. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make him get something else. <laughs> I had a friend who, yeah, she um, she had gotten divorced, 
um, and then, you know, self-work, working on herself and just, you know, putting her life back together. And she decided to buy herself, you know, a ring. Yeah. And she's like, why? Because I, it's me. It's, it's what I want to do. I am worth this ring. I'm buying it for me. Like, matters not, you know? I think it's about, we know what makes us happy, mm. but we choose people knowing that I already know what I want. Mm -hmm. I choose you because I know you give me that. Mm -hmm. And then I am expecting and anticipating you to give it to me. It's all up in my head. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be really simple to like, I want this, let me go get it. Yes, there's a reason why I want you in my life. I may have got this connections crossed up, but that aside, mm -hmm. just get whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Then when you have the person, there's a reason why we get attracted to certain people, right? Mm -hmm. Just accept them for who they are. Oh, yes. Yes. See how you can love them and see how they're loving you. Mm -hmm. Being open to be loved in somebody else's way. I think that's what to be loved mm -hmm. means. That's hard. Yes. You can get to that state unless you have done your part. Like get the alphabet right mm -hmm. first. Yeah. Then go to words, mm -hmm. then sentences. Yeah. Don't think once you get the alphabet, you're gonna go jump up to each sentence. It's not gonna work like that. Mm -hmm. This is your part. Sentences. You need sentences so you can communicate with each other. Exactly. The alphabet is only for you. Mm -hmm. So, now get my ring. We'll get step by step. There you go. We'll get to the communication because it's not about the ring. Regardless, if you like diamonds, you like diamonds. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like if I want to wear a diamond, I'm gonna wear a diamond. Um, no, that's just that's awesome. That is awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm gonna wear my diamond every day. I mean, it's legit with the uniform as well, because that's my reminder. As you should. Yeah. yeah. I always associate it with like the worldly thing. Mm -hmm. Thank you for giving it a spiritual meaning for me. Mm. Yeah. I, thank you. You're welcome. Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a lot of times I like push things away thinking it's very worldly mm -hmm. and all that stuff. When you start pushing everything away like that, mm -hmm. you end up being with nothing. Mm -hmm. You have everything, but you won't let it come and take care of you. Mm -hmm. It's there for a purpose. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you. Sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. No, this is, oh, this is such a beautiful, beautiful time. Like, You're a beautiful I, person. Thank you. Like, like, when you accepted my invitation to do this podcast, I was like, yes. I was like <laughs> you actually made me feel special. I was like, oh my god, she's a big deal. I don't know how no, she's using me. And I was like, yeah, I'm coming. I was like, crap, let's go. You got me actually nervous. Oh my god. You know, sometimes when you get nervous so much, you start feeling sick. Yes. I was about to send you a message early in the morning. I was like, maybe we should like, you know how you try to like push things away? Yeah. Maybe we should reschedule this, maybe. And then I was like, just go face it. Oh man. Just go uh, face it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was making excuses in my head because I was intimidated by your power. Wow. You're, you're powerful. Wow. It, wow. I'm going to, I'm going to sit with that for a while. <laughs> for a while. That one, yeah. Yeah. 
Thank you. All right, so wrapping this up, um, or is, is there any like last like words you want to leave with, with our, our listeners to the last nugget of information or inspiration? 100%. All right, yes. My mentor here, the girl, the one thing he always keeps telling me is be like water, keep moving, mm. let go, right? Fine, it's important to, to live a happy, balanced, and I'm a very strong-willed person, uh -huh. right? I will not let go once I know what I did is right, what I think is right, and what's right. However, letting go is only like breathing out. You want to breathe in as well. Mm. And to breathe in means no, just be like a tree. And that's another thing he said. It's like we are all different kinds of trees. Mm -hmm. So we were looking at Christmas trees. Uh -huh. It's like we are all different kinds of trees. We are our own kind of trees. That's what he said. So what's a tree? And that's what my mom says too. Like I want to be like that tree when it gets uprooted, it leaves a mark behind that never can be fulfilled. While it was here, it gave shade, it gave fruit. It was something. You can't miss it, right? It's like, if I had to share something with anybody, and it starts from my own self, be grounded and be flowing. Let, let things be so open and kind of like have space in you that things can pass through you. Mm. Same time, be so grounded you're not to get shaken. Know your why, and then let people help you comb through your why. Be a fruit bearing tree. Mic drop. Because right. <laughs> being a tree is not a dancing. You gotta wow. be a fruit, fruit bearing, yes. shade giving yes. tree. Oh my gosh. This not is a tree great. for yourself, but other people. But that is, that's all. That's it's not a negative thing. You know, I have issues. Just say it shortly. <laughs> like, I'm the other side of you. <laughs> You'll be like, no. No, it's all In my graduation, I mean, promotion speech, mm -hmm. I came to the last thing. I was like, all right, one last thing. One last thing. I said four things. I love it. <laughs> I'm going, combing through my areas of growth. Nothing wrong with that. I think we're continuously growing, and I think that's beautiful. But thank you so much for that. That, ooh, solid mic job. Oh, yeah. I hope y'all took away several nuggets from this from this interaction because this right here is is amazing. Just so, general tumbler. Yeah, I will. I will. He's definitely, yeah, I'm going to put that in there um, for sure. He said, keep moving towards gravity, where gravity takes you. Keep moving towards gravity. Awesome. All right. Um, so do you have any social media or anything like if, if people want to um, reach out to you or, or follow you or get a hold of you. So we talked about areas of growth, right? Yeah. I used to have Facebook. I have Instagram. Okay. However, I never post anything or anything. <laughs> Just like you. I want to get to a point because the only reason why I have Instagram because I know, and I made that when I commissioned, mm -hmm. it's like, I know I, mine is a story. I'm not going to deny it. It's like, it is, God is using the story to do its work. I don't know if I'm ready to start talking yet. Mm. So right now, yes, I have a profile. Mm -hmm. I got some friends who follow me that I haven't said anything because I'm not ready yet. Gotcha. 
So there's one Instagram, I think it's my full name, I can't remember. I'm on LinkedIn if people want to keep up with what I'm doing, but that's all. <laughs> LinkedIn is a social media. That's yeah, great. Yeah, great. <laughs> but yeah, I can't keep up because it's like, you need to know when to talk, who to talk to, and when not to. Mm. So right now I need to do my work. Mm -hmm. I have to be inside doing what I'm supposed to do before I can buy a service. That's how I feel like. I, like that. I mean, there's a lot of stories and everything out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm holding back anything from anybody because it's it's a trust. Yeah. If God has given you something to give somebody else, like a mailman, mm -hmm. a mailwoman, mm -hmm. right? And you hold on to somebody else's mail. It's like, all right. So I think whatever is going on with me, it's out there and the other end, but personal stuff. Well, I'm not ready to like start sharing like that. Gotcha. Say no more. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for this opportunity, and I'm so I'm so blessed by this um, this. I can't wait to 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 launch this episode. Um, uh, you know, feel free to share it. Let everybody know about it. Um, I'll share it I with think it's going to be yes, it'll be amazing. So, all right, y'all, that is it for today. You guys know what I always say at the end of my podcast and my my closing out. You can always get your money back, but you can never get your time back. And with your spending time with me, I choose. I thank you guys for every ounce of energy that you guys have given us. Thank you. Go out there and be the change you want to see in life. Be the ripple in the pond. Until next time. And be like her. She's lit. <laughs> it's Lady J. Lit. JL. There's a JL and then there's a J. Lit. <laughs>